Hey, 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 welcome back to another episode of Is This Making Sense? Dialogues on the pursuit of balance, wisdom, leadership, and everything in between. My name is Eric Johnson. I'm here with my buddy Seth Gray, and we are going to talk about... We're going to talk about two things that kind of go hand in hand together, and they are encouragement and gratitude. But before we get into that, we need to give some shout outs. Yes. So there have been a handful of people that have just really been the wind in our sails, at least I know for me personally, and some of it's to us together. Uh, but I just want to just say thank you to a few people. Uh, one of which is together every, probably every Monday or Tuesday, we get a Marco Polo from one of my favorite people in the world, Emily Beach. And she goes over all her thoughts with me and Seth. And we end up having a conversation that usually lasts until Wednesday. And it's just the best. So thank you, Emily. Uh, I want to shout out also another person that does that is my, my buddy, Stephen Rice does that with us. And so thank you, Stephen. Uh, and one of the most encouraging people I've ever met in literally my entire life is Brianna Bird. You are just the best. Thank you for being such an encourager to me. You have breathed a lot of life into me. And the last person I cannot forget is uh, my brother-in-law, Jonathan Flagg. Uh, I love you, brother. Here's your shout out. And the people that I want to give a shout out to are my mom and dad, because they'll send me a Marco Polo on Monday, usually of the two of them sitting beside, uh, sitting in front of their fireplace and Alexa is playing our podcast and they'll, they'll record that Marco Polo and, uh, send it out to actually the entire family. So I really appreciate all their encouragement with that. Also, I want to thank Hannah, my wife. She is, uh, she probably posts and promotes this podcast more than I do. <laughs> and that is so encouraging thank because, you. you know, there's no one that knows you better than your spouse. So as we get on here and we talk about different things, the fact that she listens to the podcast and then wants to encourage other people to listen to it is a big time encouragement. Uh, to me because, you know, she sees the good, the bad, and the ugly with me. I also want to take uh, thank uh, Catherine Godwin. She is um, our probably first Gen Z person to promote the podcast. She is up in Wheaton College, and she's been promoting it uh, to all of her friends up there, and I'm really grateful for her. I also want to take uh, uh, a second to thank uh, John Hun Straits. Thank you so much for all of your text messages. This is your shout-out, and I really appreciate uh uh, just your words of encouragement. So why did we do that? And why especially did we do it on the front of the program? Well, because it's important. Gratitude and encouragement are incredibly important. So here's, here's a quote I, uh, from Truett Cathy. It's kind of famous. How can you tell if someone needs encouragement? They are breathing. Mm, They're breathing. Good. Human beings, living human beings need encouragement. So what are you currently doing in your, in your sphere of influence to encourage others. As a, that, is a, that is a great challenge because I know I get selfish and I get, I get who hasn't encouraged me lately? Mm-hmm. You know, no one said this about me and no one's, you know, no one is, 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 is looking to me and saying, great job on that. And the truth is, is that I should be looking outwardly mm-hmm. because imagine the impact I could have if I was so much more intentional with my words. And I, it's one thing I've really struggled with. Growing up, it was so funny. Um, it kind of became a joke, but you know, I grew up in an amazing family, mom and dad and brothers and brother and sister who sisters who love me. And they would always go, Hey Seth, and I go, Hey, they're like, I love you. And I'm like, Thanks. And it was I struggled with this. Hey, why don't you just say I love you back? I've got kids now. I can't stop saying I love you to them. It's just it's just one of those things. If I if I could break through with being more encouraging, I know it could have a major impact. 
Well, sometime soon we're going to do an Enneagram podcast, and uh, I think I can speak to why you have such a problem with that, but I'm, I'll save that for later because <laughs> uh, I don't want to go off on that rabbit trail. So encouragement is, it's a, base in, a, a basic human need is significance. And so encouragement and gratitude, they, they fuel both of these. I mean, how good do you feel when somebody notices that something you've done uh, and has went out of their way to thank you? Like, how good does that feel? You, you have the significance. So this is an act of speaking life into people, and I don't think we should miss it. Uh, and so I'm just, we have a, I have a long list of things hopefully this takes a good shape, but we're just going to hit a bunch of things kind of at random. So I think about when I used to work at office depot when I was uh, in college and I would work a cashier and you just kind of feel like a robot at that machine. You're just pushing the buttons. How's it going? And all that kind of stuff. Occasionally somebody, somebody would look at my name tag and say, Hey, thanks, Eric. And it's like, all of a sudden I became human again. And so that's one thing I want to encourage you, even little things like that. When you're at the grocery store or you're anywhere that somebody has a name tag, it's there for a reason. So it turns them into a human. When you have an opportunity to interchange with them, use their name, turn them back into a human, not just some sort of robot there for your service. There is science behind when you use someone's name, how they feel, uh, how you remember it. You know, you're, you're, it's, 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 there is science showing that using people's names changes everything. Yeah. And that's a great challenge because it's the same, it's the same kind of thing walking down the hallway and, you know, if you're at work and you go, Hey, how you doing? I'm good. How you doing? Good. You know, that interaction really didn't mean too much, but if you change something completely different of, Hey, Eric, how you doing today? That just changed it all. Mm -hmm. Just because I used your name. I said that everything else was the exact same, but when you use someone's name, that really, that is encouraging. Oh, it's like, Oh wow. They, they know who I am. You know, one thing I think of why maybe it's harder for some others for some people more than others to to give encouragement or gratitude is I think it, it requires vulnerability. When I look you in the eye and say, Seth, hey man, you did a really good job or hey, you look nice today or whatever that specific thing is, that's a little bit vulnerable for you to put yourself out there to do that because it could be rejected. It could be any number of things. And so I think we need to get over ourselves and even if we need to be okay with being rejected because I want to I want to be overt in my desire to encourage others. Oh, as much as people want to be encouraged and as much as people uh, you know, need encouragement, they'll still reject it. Mm -hmm. They'll still downplay it and they'll go, Oh, that wasn't me. Or, you know, it, so it is, it's not just because you're going to throw out an encouragement that someone's going to receive it. You're exactly right. There is vulnerability in that, but we just need to push past that. I'm saying that all this to myself right now. Yeah. So much of this I'm saying to myself as well. Um, so I was listening to Craig Rochelle and he's talking about, he's talking about gratitude and he says, when you feel like you've thanked someone enough, double it. And when you've doubled it, Double it one more time, and that's when you've gotten to the ballpark of making people feel feel thank you. So if you feel like that little nod or thank you at the end of something was enough, it probably wasn't. Like you need to go out of your way with intentional gestures. And speaking of intentional, like like <clears throat> I don't I would rather have a crumpled up piece of paper with something thoughtful written on it over an incredible greeting card that you just sign your name on. Like it, it's not just it's there's more to it than just doing something. It's like make sure it meant something. Say something that was meaningful. Like make it worth it if you're going to do it. I love that. And that is also about a part of who you are. You, you want something unique. So you're not only just writing someone a note, you're, you are putting your whole self into it because you're doing something, you know, that's not like, you know, anybody else out there. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I hand select the stationery. I want it to be a certain way and I want it to say a certain things so that it makes people feel a certain way and, and hopefully feel good about themselves. One of my favorite things is like when I've given somebody a thank you card that I, I see it on their desk for like weeks and months later, and they probably forgot it's there, but it's still a reminder to me that, oh yeah, I did that thing that one time. So your thing is to write thank you notes or just in, write notes to people on, on cards. Where did you come up with that? How, how is that? Cause that seems like a real natural extension of who you are. 
Well, I, I do think that I am naturally an encouraging person. I just, I, I've always loved speaking life into people. I, I, I don't know. It's something that God has blessed me with the natural inclination to do. But as far as the cards thing, I think the first time I ever heard about that being a, a common practice, I mentioned it on here one time that that Joel Mamby guy from Hershey Entertainment, we did an interview with him and somebody else from his office that were like these really high C-level people. And um, they were talking about how that's a, a common practice for them as he's thank you cards. I was like, well, that's interesting. That That's something I might want to try. And then I remember I did a job one time, actually for, my, uh, for Emily Beach. I did, a, I did a, a, some sort of video shoot for her and she mailed me a thank you card. I thought, well, that feels incredible. Oh, <laughs> well, I need to start doing this. And so there's a couple of those little gestures. And then when I kind of moved to the position I'm in now, uh, I just started doing it. I, I really just started doing it. So the thing about encouragement, what I hear from that is that that it's you're not doing anything new. It's nothing new under the sun. No. And anybody can do it. And and every you know all the way a C level executive that you worked with all the way you know any it doesn't require a title. It doesn't require a position. It doesn't require anything for you just to show some gratitude, some thankfulness. Yeah, and you have no idea what impact it might make. Um, and there's an example um, from, this is back when Home Depot was kind of struggling and they, they went through like two or three different CEOs in the span of like, I think one year. And they, they got another one in and, and, they, and he was able to turn the whole ship around. They asked him, you know, what, what was the difference? How was he able to do this? And one of the very, very few things he talks about uh, in reference to how he turned the ship around was he wrote, how many was it a week he would write? Like, uh, how many a week? Maybe a hundred. I think he wrote a hundred thank you cards a week, which sounds crazy, but he credits these thank you cards that he would give all throughout the corporation as one of the biggest things that helped him turn the entire Home Depot is a big organization to turn the whole thing around. So I was like, man, that was really affirming for me uh, to think that, okay, if he's doing it to that level, which is a crazy, a hundred is ridiculous. I mean, how, how much, how much time did that take? But still, I love that he credits that more than maybe any other thing that you might want to look at. So my mom used to always make us write thank you notes for any gift that we got for Christmas or our birthdays. And I would struggle through it because it was, it was a handwriting thing. But at the same time, I'm making my kids do it now because I know the value of it. And you're, you just gave it a great story about a CEO and that CEO, I'm also trying to get my seven-year-old girls to do the same exact thing and have the same exact mindset. This goes, it's ageless. Thankfulness and encouragement is an ageless thing that we just always need to get better and better at. Yeah, yeah. And again, how can you tell if someone needs encouragement? They are breathing. We all need it. One of the things that I like about it, because... Um, you know, sometimes you have to, with, with people you're around, you have to correct them in some way, this, that, and the other. And it might seem like when you're criticizing them, and we've talked about this before, like it might seem like you're coming down on them, you're being negative. One of the things I like about um, doing thoughtful cards is it firms people up with you. It lets them know where they stand. And so later it's helpful when correction is required that you know you're for them. You're correcting them for their benefit. So you're, you're continuing to fill their tank up with encouragement so that later when you have to adjust them a little bit, it's like, well, you know, he wants the best for me. This is coming from a good place. I think motive with encouragement is, is also important. Yeah. Um, motive when you, you are doing it because you, you know what? You might have to encourage someone that is a, a bit of a sandpaper for you, but you're, you're, you're speaking out what you want to be and you're not allowing what is to remain. 
on top of that, like your desire should be selfless. You're not going to go and say, Hey, you did a really great job to somebody that maybe you're trying to get in with. Like it's, there should be no gain on your end from this, except from just the sheer satisfaction of trying to make somebody's day better. But if you're doing it for any other, any other reason, you've got an issue. And, and, and having an issue with receiving encouragement is, is, you know, people, people do have that issue because it's, we can we can be afraid to encourage people because we might be afraid that they might get more credit. That's that's the other thing is that we we might be afraid to encourage people in front of others because then the attention and the results of whatever it is didn't happen because of us. We're just spotlighting someone mm-hmm. else. So people sometimes withhold encouragement because of feeling insecure that someone else is going to get the credit. I'm glad that you said the the idea of in front of others, because I think that's really important is, is there, you know, thank you cards are great, but they're done more or less in private. So it's a very sweet thing, but I think it's really important to encourage people in front of others. Like that's super important. How much more weight does it have when you, when you put yourself out there vulnerably to say, Hey, you just did a fantastic job of whatever that was. And everybody else is witness to that. So one, you're modeling, you're modeling what it looks like to encourage others Two, you're lifting somebody up in front of somebody else. You're, you're building them up. So I, I want to be a person that champions the people that I'm around. I don't want to care about credit so much that it stops me from championing the people that I'm around and making them better. I want to bring them up. Even if it, even if it means they're above me, I want, I just want to be lifting people up period because it's all about the mission. It's all about whatever we're trying to accomplish. It's not about the individual. It's about the team. It's funny. You said that you should allow yourself to be encouraged because, um, if there's one person I know that really struggles with receiving encouragement, is it Seth Gray? Yes, that's true. And it's not to do with anything the way I was raised. Let me put those disclaimers. It's just one of those things where um, maybe I, I feel like an imposter. And that's why I feel like maybe I don't deserve the the encouragement. But you have done a great job of starting to break me of that. So yesterday I was I was taking somebody out for their birthday. And when it was over, they wanted to, to buy me a cup of coffee. And I was like, hey, it's your birthday. You can't buy me coffee. That's ridiculous. But I remember one time that you and I, I'm going to put you on the spot. I'm sorry, Seth. We and I, you and I went to lunch and I tried to pay for you and you would not let me do it. You would not let me do it. You refused my blessing. And so, and you, and you even said it when it was over, like you regretted doing that. That was something that you've been told not to do and you kind of messed up. Well, so yesterday I learned from that. And so when this person wanted to buy me a coffee, I was like, you know what? Okay, fine. It was this little thing, but still, I didn't want to reject this blessing that they were trying to bestow on me. So when, when you refuse encouragement, when you don't allow somebody to do something kind for me, you're rejecting a blessing that they're trying to give you a practice that they're trying to create and they've put themselves out there yes yeah that's good that's good well i'm glad i got you a free cup of coffee <laughs> uh one of the things i want to say is you know you don't just have you don't want to just encourage like highlights you know somebody did a great job yeah they deserve encouragement and that's that's easier to notice but i want to i want to highlight the mundane there's people in there doing their job that maybe it's not an exciting thing, but they do it loyally day in and day out. They're getting the job done. They're not bringing any attention to themselves. They're being loyal and steadfast. I think these are the things you need to hi- highlight. You should never take anything that's happening around you for granted, whatever it might be, even in your home. If you see your wife doing the laundry over and over again, she still needs to be thanked for that as many times as you possibly can. Whatever it is, highlight these things and say, hey, I just noticed that you're still doing this. You're doing a great job and what it is matters. That is so important, especially in a marriage especially in that relationship and, and, and thanking that person over and over because it, they're not doing it because they're robots. They know they're doing it. They know how, much, how many times they've done it and they know when you haven't thanked them. And you don't know when their tank is practically empty and they need it to be filled. So mm, just be, yeah. be, always be trying to fill people up, champion people in what they're doing. 
Uh, I do want to say that this often is a thankless job. Uh, I'd say for every 30 things that I do, I may get one return, but it doesn't matter. I'm not doing it to be thanked. I'm doing it because I want to make people's day brighter and better. I want to encourage them, validate them and give them significance. So if you're doing it for some sort of reward, you got to, you got to change your motive. Encouraging all, it, it checks your motives. It really does. It really challenges you to lay aside uh, pride uh, and, and make sure that your motives are in the right place when you do give someone a compliment, when you do give them an attaboy, whatever it might be. Um, it's amazing what it does to you and them. Yeah. It's, it's not just a, a one-way thing. And when, when you give someone a compliment that they are lifted up, it also affects you. Absolutely. So I want to say this, this, this sort of thing does not happen by accident, especially at first. I'm, I'm at a point now where I've done it long enough and it is naturally a lot of who I am. So it does come a little bit easy to me, but I think no matter who you are, you should be doing it. Um, and I think at first you may just have to put it on your to-do list. And that sounds maybe like not very thoughtful or meaningful. It doesn't matter. It's going to get the job done. So if you want to set a goal, like, you know, this week I'm going to, I'm going to send two thank you cards and maybe I'm going to pop into one person's office or wh- wh- wherever it is. I'm going to do these three things and I'll put it on a checklist. If, if it gets it done, it gets it done. And later it'll become something that's more habitual and more natural. But if you need something to get it going, I, I would, I would recommend just literally making it a checklist. That is a great point to make because we can get too busy to encourage it just happens and it's not that we have a bad motive we want to go thank someone we want to go recognize someone but day-to-day tasks happen i mean it's like i I, you know mean to go do something encouraging for hannah but yet then all of a sudden the kids get sick and something completely distracts me and i forget to go and thank her so it is we we can become too busy for encouragement and that's why we've got to figure out something to remind us to do it yeah, the thing is, is generally the things that are urgent in your schedule are the things that get done. They're urgent. Thank yous are gen- probably never going to be urgent, but they're always important. So you've got to make, you've got to structure your schedule in a way that the important things get done, not just the urgent. The other uh, part of the uh, story with the CEO of Home Depot is that he was in one of the stores one day and a uh, store clerk uh, walks up to him and says, hey, thank you so much for your thank you card. I got it. It, it means the it meant the world to me. But can I have another one? And he said, OK, well, why do you need another one? And he said, well, when I got it, I showed it to my family and friends and no one believed me that it was actually from you. They thought it was just, you know, one of these mass produced thank you cards. So we said, well, the best way to test it is to see if the ink runs, put a little water on it. And if the ink runs, then, you know, it was a ballpoint pen and it was really a handwritten note. So we put it under the sink and sure enough, all the ink ran. So now I don't have that thank you card anymore from you. So the CEO laughed and said, sure. And again, you know, he wrote him another thank you note. And I just, I just think it was, it was interesting that the store clerk thought it was too good to be true. A thank you note was too good to be true. I think it's, I think it's worth uh, stating too that, that there shouldn't be any boundaries on where you can, you can be, give gratitude or encouragement. Uh, from the top to the bottom, we all need it and we should be allowed to give it. So if you see somebody that's well out of your league, whatever, it doesn't mean you can't say thank you or go shake their hand or whatever it means and vice versa. If you're on the very top, it doesn't mean the very the person at the very bottom or the, your new hire, it doesn't mean that they, they don't need encouragement. So there should be no boundaries in, in the ways that we are encouraging or being grateful. So with that, thank you so much for listening. We hope this conversation was encouraging and it gave you something to think about uh, for the rest of the week. And I just want to say, even today, 
try to do something. One of the things, one of these things that we've talked about, whether it's a thank you or encouragement, try to do one thing today. Start today uh, making a new habit uh, of making people's day better, championing others. Until next time, we hope this made sense.